This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, Give Up, Push Through, or Find Another Way. No matter the obstacles, you always have a choice, and I mean always. But very rarely, when you're going from point A to point B, is it completely smooth and obstacle-free. There are constantly things you are going to come across along the way that are going to make it that much more difficult. There are challenges, there are obstacles, there are things that you didn't expect. There are situations that you couldn't have accounted for, and before you know it, you're faced with a choice. You can either give up, push through, or try another way. Now, I know, also from lots of personal experience, that there are plenty of times where it does not feel like you have any choice whatsoever. Or worse, the choices you do have, frankly, suck. But the thing is this, you always have a choice. Even if it's between the lesser of two evils or bad and worse, there's still a choice. And so long as you make a choice, you empower yourself. Now, there are lots and lots of times where you're going to feel like you're stuck, trapped, have no recourse, have no options, and nothing you can do. And it's a difficult feeling to work through because it doesn't feel good by any stretch of the imagination to find yourself looking around going, well, crap, what do I do now? But there are always, always choices. However, They're not always welcome, they're not always good, and they are not always desirable. There are plenty of times when the choices you have before you simply don't look desirable. They're not something you want to have to do. It's not a choice you'd rather make. But making a choice is better than not making a choice. Why? Empowerment. Now, it's really, really easy to misunderstand what empowerment really is truly is. For a lot of people, the word empower seems like it's something that's given to you by somebody else. They empower you. They give you power. But that's not it by any stretch of the imagination. Empowerment, genuine, true empowerment is something that you bring to yourself. It's something that you give to yourself. And you are empowered by making choices and decisions in your life. There is nobody but you in your head, heart, and soul. You're it. And while sometimes that can feel really, really lonely, the reality is that means that you have control of your life experience. You get to choose to live however you desire to live. Yes, that's not to say there won't be limitations and that for some people that's easier than others given privilege, situation, education, wealth, environment, take your pick. But no matter where you come from, you still have a choice and you can decide to be empowered. But it comes down to claiming the power that is yours. And that's often by recognizing mindfulness, active, conscious awareness, which is knowing your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions here and now. 
And the reason why it's here and now is because now, the now, the present, is the only time that's really, truly real. Here's another important factor to keep in mind regarding empowerment. Any power that is given to you by anyone else is artificial. It's not real. It is not something that is true empowerment. Power, as we often mistake it, is actually authority. And authority is a very different animal. There's a degree of it that comes from being a parent, a guardian, a boss, a teacher, and the like. But that's not power. That's authority. Power and empowerment are very, very similar. But it's a choice that you make and a decision you choose in order to take what control you can over your life experience. That is mostly around your conscious awareness, specifically active conscious awareness. Here's the thing. Not making a choice can be a choice, but not choosing can also be massively disempowering, especially if you're leaving it to random chance, random happenstance, circumstances. You cannot count on getting lucky. You can't count on, hey, what do you know? I win because I got really, really lucky here. You can't count on it. Why? Because you have zero control over it. When you don't choose, when you are not making a choice, you are ceding your power to random chance, to circumstance, to even fate if you want. But when you don't make that choice, you give away your power. You are ceding your control and you are disempowering yourself. This is why making a choice, even a bad choice, is still better than not making a choice. Deciding not to decide disempowers you because you leave it to the ethers and you have no idea what is going to be thrown your way when you do that. What's more, choice is like any other muscle in your body. The more you use it, the more you strengthen it. That's why when you actively choose, you tend to open the way for more choices. And this applies whether a choice is big or small, significant or supposedly insignificant. Even a bad choice that you make is a choice that you make. And by doing that and deciding, you are being self-aware. And that self-awareness empowers you. And when you're empowered, you gain more control of your life experience. It might not feel that way. It really might not. But it's still true. You still have control. You've still given yourself the empowerment that is rightfully yours. No matter what the choice you are facing, there generally are three options in any situation where you must make a decision, where you have to choose. And those options tend to be give up, push through, or find another way. There are certainly other options, but these three tend to be the most regular, the most frequent choices, because no matter what you're looking at, they're always an option for you. Yes, you can decide not to decide. You can choose not to choose, but that's not empowering because you've just left it to random happenstance, to circumstance, to whatever you want to put out there, and you're not empowering yourself by doing that. Let's get into what these three choices are and what they can do. Giving up is a choice. There are times where you keep doing the same thing over and over again, maybe with slight variations here, a little bit of change there, an alteration here, and yet it doesn't work. 
Maybe you've run into the same obstacle time and time again. You keep choosing to push through or you keep just allowing random happenstance to occur and find yourself back in the same place. Hence, you can choose to give up. Sometimes this can be majorly consequential. That's another story that I'd really rather not get into here, so we're not going to go down that particular rabbit hole. But oftentimes when you give up, it means that you're choosing to not go this way any longer. I'm choosing to get off this path. I'm choosing to simply say, okay, that obstacle is there, and you know what? Clearly this isn't the way. It's time to pick a new. Giving up doesn't necessarily mean that you're ceding your power. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're saying, nope, done, through, nothing more. Giving up means that you're making a choice to stop doing something that you're doing, which might not be for your best good. And sometimes giving up is the best thing you can do. If you find yourself constantly doing something that you don't like, giving it up is a good thing. And it's still a choice on this same line. Pushing through can be fraught with tons of challenges. How do you push through? What do you do to keep going? What do you do with this obstacle? Do I push through it? Okay. I am not going to let these things get in my way. I am not going to give up. I am not going to stop. I am going to make a choice, and that choice is to push through. Whatever comes my way, what other obstacle got thrown at me, I'm pushing through. Nothing is stopping me. That's a choice, and it's often a good choice, but it can also be a really difficult choice because, great, I'm pushing through. How exactly do I do this? Sometimes it's really not obvious. And before you know it, you're looking around going, well, great, I'm pushing, but what am I pushing? Why am I pushing? How am I pushing? Where am I pushing? And you have to stop and look at it more closely and go, hmm, is pushing through this really the best I can do? Which brings us to option three, finding another way. Just because the way isn't obvious doesn't mean that there's not another way. There are always choices to be made. Sometimes they're not good. Sometimes they don't look right. Sometimes the choice you make today is a stepping stone to the bigger choice you get tomorrow. And you have to take that option and work with it. You can't always get from point A to point B in a straight line. Sometimes you have to take detours. Sometimes you have to reroute yourself. And that's something that we all need to be a little more flexible about, because when we're more flexible, we're open to change, which, I might remind you, is the one and only constant in the entire universe. Change can, will, and does happen, whether you like it or not. There is nothing you can do. You don't always have the option to just give up or push through. You also have the option to find another way. Maybe you can go over it. Maybe you can go under it. Maybe you can take a completely different route than the one you're taking now that'll avoid the given obstacle. Whatever the case may be, you can choose to find or create another way. And these are the three main choices you face in any given situation. Giving up, while pretty obvious, has its nuances. Pushing through can have lots of challenges to it, and the exact how 
might be elusive, but it's a good option. And finding another way is yet another option that's full of potential and possibility, because if you don't know it now, creating or finding that new way could be an adventure in and of itself. Let's get into one final factor in all of this, which is the concepts of right, wrong, and other constructs. When it comes to choices, we often look and go, is this the right choice or the wrong choice? Is it a good choice or a bad choice? Is it a worthwhile choice or is this a really foolish choice for me to make? All choices come with these concepts attached to them. Mostly the big choices, but even the little choices you make can have the question of right, wrong, good, bad, etc. attached to it. Here's the thing. Universal moral fabrics will cause you to lose sight of what matters most when it comes to your choices. And what matters most is choosing right for you. I cannot tell you what is right for you, just like you can't tell me what's right for me. It doesn't matter what your religion, if you have one, says, because guess what? You're not me. So right for you isn't necessarily right for me and vice versa. And when we try to impose options on other people, when we try to force other people to our way, whether it's at the point of a gun with a ridiculous law or whatever else you throw at somebody, it causes unnecessary conflict. It causes competition and all sorts of problems way beyond choices. But Choices are something that everyone gets to make, and trying to decide if it's right or wrong can get really, really sticky. This can be especially challenging when you're looking at a choice that's going to have an impact on other people. For example, let's say you choose to go zero contact with a family member because they are toxic and hurting you. Odds are somebody other than that family member or in addition to that family member is going to tell you that you are a horrible, selfish person for making that choice. And from their perspective, you are. As far as they're concerned, you going zero contact with that person is not right. It's not fair. It's wrong. Except they're not in your head, heart, and soul, are they? They're not the ones suffering from the trigger Every single time you see that person, they're not the one who is constantly being made to feel small and worthless and hurt by that person. So for your mental health, for your emotional and spiritual health, you choose to take this step. You choose to make for zero contact. And you know what? That hurt or harm that you're causing the other people around you, it sucks, but that doesn't make what you did wrong because it's not for them to judge. When it is for others to judge is when you knowingly do something selfish, when you knowingly cause hurt and harm to other people, when you cause lack and scarcity and insufficiency in somebody else's life with malice aforethought, yeah, now you've crossed a line into the whole right and wrong debate because now you've done something that's gonna intentionally hurt and harm somebody. But otherwise, it's not the same thing. And making these judgments on these constructs has nothing to do with empowerment. It's got to do with perception. And there is very little to nothing you can do for how other people perceive you, your life, and your choices. When it comes to your life, you alone know what works for you. Hence, you get to decide if you're going to give up 
push through or find another way with any and every choice presented to you. The key is what's going to most empower you because when you're self-aware of that, you have the ability to consciously create reality and really design an amazing, incredible life of potential, possibility, and who knows what else out there for you. It is time for this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Here's how this is going to work. Is there an obstacle you have in your life presently? Whether or not there is, you can use this exercise to analyze any given available choices. Here's how this works. Write down the issue, problem, or obstacle, whatever it is. After you've done that, write out the following and the answer that you have. Should I give up? What will happen or be the consequence if I choose this? Do I push through? What will happen be the consequence if I choose this? Can I find another way? What options are there? What will happen be the consequence if I choose this? This won't just provide you with clarity of your options and choices. It might also help you to decide what to choose and why to choose it. Sometimes all you need is to analyze the options in front of you. Sometimes a simple list of pros and cons can be enormously helpful in choosing. When you look at these three primary choices and write out what they are and the impact they'll have, you are opening the way to see if I choose X, response Y is going to be the case. If I choose Z, consequence Q might come up and bite me in the ass. All sorts of things come to light when you do this. But whatever you do, the choice is yours to make. And by choosing, you ultimately empower yourself. And that does amazing things for your self-awareness and your overall life experience. Thank you for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with the other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Mahoney. She is the amazing creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to go take a look at all of her amazing art and other things in her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com and go look at my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and please purchase, read, and review. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are ultimately worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.